Okay, so today's term, and I, I wanted to use this one because it was something that came up a lot in discussion while we were at the convention, because people were asking me questions about, well, but you know, how do I, my child's doing this, but I don't know how to get to that. And so this came up, differential reinforcement. What? You know, a couple of years ago, this term was enough to just make me mad. Just tick me off, right? Why are you using these words? Who cares? Who cares? There's a really good reason why. Okay, so let's take a look at our actual definition. Differential reinforcement, providing reinforcement only for those responses within a response class that meet a specific criterion along some dimension or dimensions. For example, frequency, topography, duration, latency, or magnitude. And placing all other responses in the class on extinction. Ladies and gentlemen, can we get a round of applause? This is one of the worst definitions that there is on the planet because it's just filled with other jargon. And if you don't know what differential reinforcement is, the likelihood that you know what topography and latency and magnitude, duration you probably know, right? But latency and uh, magnitude, what? <laughs> How is this useful to anyone? Okay, so let's move on to our working definition. Let's tear this thing apart, right? Let's tear it down. Differential reinforcement, being mindful and specific about what you are rewarding so that only responses that meet specific criteria are rewarded and all other responses are ignored. Now that part in the middle about the specific criteria, I had a BCBA who wouldn't let me not use that. So just letting you know, it still has some BCBA in there. Okay, so you use differential reinforcement all the time. You're already using it, you just may not have thought about it, and I'll tell you what, once you start thinking about it, this is when it gets good. So stop and consider that you may use this on yourself, or you may, are you for sure, if you have small kids in the house, you have used this before. So for instance, let's talk about a baby that starts walking. So the baby, you know, they're, they're crawling, and then all of a sudden they, they start cruising, right? Where they hold on to your fingers, or they're holding on to the edge of the couch, or the edge of the coffee table. They've pulled themselves up, and that first time that they pull themselves up, and they, they inch along, and everybody goes, oh, yay, oh, good job, right? Because they learned something new, and it's fabulous, and we know that it's a step along the way to something else. And we go, yay, good job, and then we hold out our hands, and the baby Baby, you know, cruises over to us. And then, you know, like two days later, the baby is pulling themselves up on the coffee table and we don't get out the cheering section. We don't do that. We've already cheered that. We cheered that and now we're holding out our hands for the baby to take one step towards us, right? And what happens the first time that the baby takes that one step towards us, right? We get out the video cameras, and once they take one step, mom or dad picks them up and kisses them on the cheek and on the neck and holds them up in the air and goes, yay, you did that, right? We move the goalpost over of what we reinforce. We're not reinforcing the cruising anymore. That, nah, he's already got that. She's already got that. We're not, re that's differential reinforcement. That right there. Every time you move the goalpost over and you go, no, I'm not going to reinforce, and you just kind of do it automatically in our, in our heads a lot of time. We don't, we don't reinforce that anymore because we've moved past that. Now we're going to reinforce the next thing, right? So now we're reinforcing the one step. Well, now tomorrow, are we going to still reinforce the one step? Probably not because tomorrow the baby's going to take two steps and we, whoa, right? About a week later, 
Nobody's cheering anymore that the baby is walking. We just don't. We've moved on to other things. Well, that's what differential reinforcement is, and we can use this very mindfully to get someone to do more. So for instance, one of the examples that I used when we were at the workshop was somebody was telling me, okay, my child speaks and says one word, but we're not getting to sentences and we're never, ever going to get to conversation. And I said, oh, okay. So, you know, this is where we want to shape this up and, and use some differential reinforcement. And I did not say those words. You and I can say those words, but this was a parent who's fairly new to all this. But that's really what we were talking about is differential reinforcement. So, you know, we start with manding, which is requesting something, and we hold up a cookie or something else that's meaningful to the child, and the child says cookie, right? And Or, or they say goo-goo, right? And we go, good job, and we hand them a piece of the cookie probably, not the whole cookie, right? And then over time, and I don't mean five minutes of time, because um, that's not how language develops, right? But um, we kind of move the, the goalposts along. Maybe in that five minute of time, we get the child to be specific and go k, k, right? And so when they go k, we give them the cookie. Now tomorrow, we're going to get them to say k, and then maybe they go cookie, right? And we give, that's, we're moving the goalposts. We're not giving the cookie just for them going googie anymore, well, you know, because we want to push it. Now, we're not teasing, we're not tormenting, we're just encouraging them to do a little bit more every time that we do it. So eventually, we get to the point where the child says cookie, and we're giving them the piece of cookie, right? And a lot of people who don't know stop there. Um, but we don't stop there. We know better than that. So what we do next is, you know, they're used to, uh, you know, I say cookie, I get the cookie. And by the way, we want to get them doing that hundreds of times an hour. Not just the cookie, but the juice and the TV and the iPhone and everything they get, they have to request with a mand, right? And if they're not verbal, we're getting them to request with a picture exchange or by pointing or by using an iPad, right? There's some sort of transaction that happens that they do or say something and then they get the thing. That's manding. Okay, but then we're going to ask them to do a little bit more. So if they are verbal, we're going to go from cookie to more cookie or want cookie because eventually we're going to get, we're going to add words on, we're moving that goalpost. So, you know, you said cookie, but now you have to say more cookie. And as soon as you say more cookie, you get the cookie, right? And then the next day it's going to say, I want more cookie, right? Until we get to the point where the child says, I want more cookie, please. Um, and, and we go, oh, okay, that's great. But then am I going to have to teach everything that way? Um, the truth of the matter is, is that it's a lot like you want some hope. Go back and watch The Miracle Worker. You know how Helen Keller and Annie Sullivan and Annie, like, man, right? Patience. And she signed everything. And then finally, she got it. She got it, and I don't remember whether it was doll or water that she got first, right? And then she had to get the second one, and then Helen understood that all of these things into her hand represented the thing. Obviously, Annie wasn't telling her cell phone, but it, this represented something else. And once she knew that, forget it. It was like she was a sponge, and she took in everything. Our kids are a lot like that as well, that once the child understands, I want more cookie, please, gets me the cookie, then, and you got to get it with like a couple of different things. Usually, you know, it's two or three things, 
And then your kiddo gets it and they start learning like wildfire. Super, but if you pause at the manding and don't use differential reinforcement and don't push it, then you get stuck. So if you're stuck today, I just wanna tell you, here's your word, your phrase for the, the week, differential reinforcement. Are you using it to your advantage? Again, not teasing. It is not a thing, you know, we, uh, there's tempting and teasing and they're two different things. So we hold the cookie up or whatever the reinforcer is. Uh, it could be a stuffed dog, right? Whatever it is that the child wants. And we, we hold it up and we just move the goal post just a teeny tiny bit. You don't go from googie to I want more cookie please because that's just frustration. Differential reinforcement, my goodness, it works and that's why we all use it. Now use it mindfully.